Tanya for the 17th of Cheshvan is in Igeres HaKedosh, the beginning of Simen Chof Ches. 28. It's on page 294. The number at the bottom of the page is 574. In the previous letter, the Al-Tarebbe wrote to the Chassidim of Menachem Mendel, the Tepsker, or Haradoke, over, over the passing of the Tzaddik, in which he describes how the Tzaddik is more present and his effect is felt even more after he passes away than while he was here on earth. This next letter is a letter written to the Rebbe's relative by marriage, to his Mechutin, to the Badichev Rebbe, Rebbe Yitzchak of Badichev, on the, on the, also a letter of consolation over the passing of his son, the Badichev's son, whose name was Meir. Chavches. Mashakosav lemechutonoi, a letter that he wrote, that the Altarebbe wrote, to his relative by marriage, Harav Hagon HaMefursam, the famous sage, Ishalikim Kadesh Hashem, the godly man, holy of God, Amud HaYemini, Ner Yisrael, the light of Israel, Amud HaYemini, the pillar of the right, of the right side, Patish HaChazok, the strong hammer, Meireinu Harav Levi Yitzchok Nishmosi Eden, Av Bezdin the Kehila Kadisha Badishiv, he was the Av Bezdin, the head of the court, the Jewish court, of the holy community, Kehila Kadisha of Badishiv, Lenachamay to console him, which is the purpose of the letter, Al Ptiras Benoi. Harav Meirenu Harav Meirenishmoseyim. Lomon is Mechapashas Miriyom, the Pashas Pozo, the Gemara says, Why does the story of the passing of Miriyom come next to, alongside, the portion that describes the, the, the offering of the red heifer? So the Gemara says that the connection between them is, by writing them side by side, the Torah tells us that that just as the red heifer brings forgiveness, so also the passing of a tzaddik brings forgiveness. The red heifer brings forgiveness for the golden calf, for the sin of the golden calf. And the same way the Gemara says, that the passing of a tzaddik brings forgiveness for sins. Tzorich lo'avin, so we have to understand, if you want to bring out the point of the passing away of a tzaddik being a form of forgiveness, why bring it? The, the, the description of, of Miriam, Miriam's passing. Why connect it? with the forgiveness that comes from the red heifer, which is not really a, a, a sin offering, a guilt offering. It's not a carb machatos. The primary function of the paraduma, of the red heifer, was to bring purification from uncleanliness. 
Not so much forgiveness for sin, although it did that too. So now the Altareb is asking, why does the Torah tell us that the passing of a tzaddik brings forgiveness by comparing it to the Pari Aduma? Why not compare it to an actual carbon chatos? So, why is it connected, associated with the red heifer? And this should be in parentheses here. The Rebbe says that it should be in parentheses. The red heifer was not brought on the altar in the Beis Amigdash itself, but rather the whole Aveda of the, of the red heifer was done outside of the camp. There were three camps when the Jews traveled in the desert. The camp of Ishkina, and then the camp of the Kahuna, or Levia, and then the camp of Yisrael, and then outside of all three camps, that's where the Paraduma was made. So it's not really a carbon like other carbonis. Elo dechatos kairachmana except that the Torah describes it also as a chatos, as a forgiveness. But it is not an actual carbon chatos. The Ksavyad, in another manuscript, the Nuscha, the words, Hanase Bechutz, the version there is, Hanase Bechutz, and Min Tevas Lesholish, and in that particular version, that manuscript, the words Lisholish Machanis Elo de those words don't appear in the manuscript at all. So back to the question now. Why does the Torah compare it, associate it with the Paraduma? Rather than associating it with the with the chapter that deals with the Karmachatos, that is brought in, inside in the Pesach Mikdash and on the Mizbeach, and it is a full-fledged Kapara, its only purpose is to bring forgiveness. But it is known from the Zayhar and from the writings of the Ari. The inner meaning of the sacrifices that were brought on the Mizbeach, it is the, the way in which we bring an arousal from above, from below. Originating in the animal soul that comes from Noiga, from the Klippa of Noiga that clipper that has a little bit of light to it, and from there we raise uh, an arousal, a movement, an initiative. El Shor we raise the animal soul and the animal things of the world to their source and root. What is the source and root in heaven for all these animal level creatures? The animal soul and uh, the physical animal and bird that are brought on the Mizbeach and so on. What is the source of the, their source? The four angels that are in the Merkava. 
in the vision of Yecheskel, where he saw a chariot, and on the chariot was the throne, and the angels that were carrying the animals, or the angels that were carrying the throne, are described as Pnei She, Pnei Neshe, the head of an ox and the head of an eagle, which is the animal and the bird that are brought on the Mizbeach. So the purpose of the carbon of bringing the animal of the bird to the Mizbeach is to raise it up and return it to its source, to the faces on the on the chariot. This raising up, this initiative from below, when we are aroused from within ourselves to rise up to godliness, that's called a feminine response. The result of this is that it elicits a masculine response from above. So the result is that that the masculine response is elicited and it descends from the face of the man that is on the on the chair on the throne. And that is a reference to 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 Malchus and Zoh. The king and and the six emotions. However, in the burning of the red heifer, in by throwing in the cedar wood and the grass. And the placing of the living waters, mixing in the living waters into the into the ashes, which is all part of the service of the Paradumon. So all of this is Nikra Bishem Kiddush Mechatas Bemishnah. The Mishnah describes this whole service, this whole activity, as Kiddush Mechatos. The sanctification, the holiness of the sanctification of the waters of forgiveness. And sanctification, holiness, implies a holier level. This is a reference to a higher holiness. That is described as the Tal of Bedelach. A do, which is a reference to Chachm, this is the level of this of the supreme wisdom. And it is the hidden inner inner knowledge or inner Chachma of of Arach Anpin, which is in Keser, Itmar. And concerning it, it says, in many places. In the Zayar, that Bechachma is Beriru, that with Chachma, where Chachma is revealed, is Beriru. Everything is purified and clarified. And the result is that the darkness is turned into light. Which is the condition of the world of Tikkun, of orderliness in that it becomes purified and fixed 
through the revelation of this concealed wisdom, concealed Chachmah. From the world of Tayu, where there was the breaking of the vessels, the, the disruption of the vessels. And because of the disruption, the godliness fell into the lower worlds and so on. So the difference between the regular sacrifice and the red heifer is that the regular sacrifice is an arousal, an arousal from, above, from below that produces a response, return, uh, reaction from above. And the reaction is the purifying or the elevation of the klipa of neiga. Since the animal that is brought is kosher, and uh, the, the origin of the kosher animal is neiga. Therefore, it is the klipa of neiga that is ra- raised up, and therefore it is the klipa, the klipa of neiga that is purified from above in response. But the red heifer, it's called kiddush mechatos, that's a higher level of holiness, that is not evoked by our efforts and by our arousal below, but but comes from above initially, and therefore it is capable of elevating and of correcting and of purifying even that which is lower than klipas neiga, even that which is the ultimate klipa. Even there, the red heifer can bring purity, purification. And that's why the red heifer can bring purification and forgiveness even for the lowest unholiness, the ultimate unholiness, that of death, even though it is the grandfather of all unholiness, and it is much, much lower than the level of neiga, of klipas neiga, but because the red heifer's holiness and, and power is from a higher place, from a higher holiness, it is capable of reaching all the way down to the lowest level of this world and bringing thereto a purification. And so when the Teda associates the passing of a tzaddik with the red heifer, it's not only to tell you that the tzaddik's death brings forgiveness, that could have been indicated by an association with any of the sacrifices that bring forgiveness. The Teda picks necessarily the red heifer which isn't really a sacrifice at all in in the full sense of the word because it's trying to tell you two things first of all that the passing of a tzaddik brings forgiveness and second of all that it brings forgiveness in the same way that the heifer brings forgiveness not like other sacrifices the other sacrifices bring forgiveness for the level of noiga whereas the sacrifice of the heifer brings forgiveness for every sin The Hayyim Yim, for the 17th of Cheshvan, that ever writes that time has to be guarded. It's important to accept the yoke of Torah. Every bit of time, every day that passes, is not just a day, but a serious life's concern. Days go by, as the Gemara says in Yeshalmi, Brachas, Aleph, Omid Aleph. A day enters and a day departs, etc. A week enters, etc. A month, a year. My father quoted the Alter Rebbe 
that a summer's day and a winter's night are like an entire year.